0: what you're saying is that if I have a soda every day, I am running the risk for virtually everything we just talked about. I am continuously and chronically not allowing my mitochondria the proper nutrients to function at the optimal levels. I'm also setting myself up for these chemical changes that the neuropathy and the whole metabolic second and third symptoms.
1: Wow. Definitely, that's exactly right. If we're eating empty calories, sitting on the couch, not exercising, all these things we know about. We're setting ourselves up for this metabolic dysfunction, which is, in many people, starts the first place it registers is chronic myofascial pain. And that chronic myofascial pain, whether it's just low back, neck, shoulder, can grow. It can snowball and then it can get to a widespread pain syndrome. And then eventually, in some people, and it's a horrible disorder, it can grow to fibromyalgia. It's a continuum of disorders, and eventually down the line, these metabolic disorders that we've been talking about create degenerative diseases. So, again, I come back to the point, don't try to relieve your pain. Heal your pain now and prevent diseases later on.
0: It's a great thing to say, and it's an easy thing. It should be easy to do. But the problem is, is, like, I don't know, you've got everybody going to work, and they go to the restaurant with everybody else, and there's all these social ramifications If that if you don't go, and you want to get up off your desk, you know, you want to get away from your desk for five minutes, so you go to the candy machine, you go to the soda machine, there's all these stimuli that just bombard our everyday lives and one of the other scenarios is that if, if food comes in a box it's either got partially hydrogenated soybean oil in it high fructose corn syrup and because my point is that there's every virtually every product that is in a box or a bag has sugar in it
1: this is a whole very important subject i get into my book everyone talks about we have to love ourselves and i've always what is the best sign of self-love steve I think it's if we actually stop before we put something in the grocery cart and look at the label and go, oh my God, I can't even read. There's so many chemicals in here, I can't even find the food. We put it back on the shelf and say, I'm not going to feed that to myself and my family. There's real self-love. We go to the periphery of the grocery store and start looking at all those deep green, orange, and yellow foods and start putting them into our basket instead of the packaged foods. There, I think, we're showing real self-love and love for our family. And I have a whole section of my book on how to uh, start to turn around and and choose foods that are going to promote health and a healthier lifestyle. I can give you a
0: real quick story about my dad was diagnosed with gastric cancer.
1: And he was given, he had the symptom
0: of just this continuous burping or belching up. And they had him on a drug to help control gastric reflux for two years before they decided to scope and actually identify it. Well, he was a smoker his whole life. And he ended up having to have his entire stomach surgically removed, his spleen, gallbladder, and part of his pancreas. Stage 4 cancer, right? Ends up having an abdominal abscess after the surgery and just nearly killed him. I mean, spent months, five or six months in the hospital. But I remember specifically telling him that you will never smoke again. And now he smoked for for probably 60 years. And I am still alive. He survived. He survived this nightmare of a scenario. But I said, you'll never smoke again. And when he got home and started to recover and started feeling better, he has never, he has not smoked in five years. Now you're talking about a guy who smoked a pack, a day of lucky strikes and never even considered going back. I just feel like he did it for me. There was no other way that I could have told him to stop smoking before this whole incident. You do sometimes feel like, if you're not gonna do it for yourself, you do it for your family. No, and sometimes that's more powerful than doing it for yourself, unfortunately. but That's you, you another
1: to... good point. I, and I guess this is my message to all out there who are suffering with chronic pain, whether widespread pain or fibromyalgia. It may feel like a curse, but it also may be your greatest blessing. If you take this opportunity to go, how did I get here? What can I do to, to turn this around? You're going to find more vitality and a more fulfilling life Filled with health and ability to give back to life and enjoyment of life, you can turn this curse into a blessing. It is so true because I've seen it in my own daughter. With, I don't know if people know the story of how I got into this, but as a doctor, I saw my daughter crawl up the stairs a young lady, because of fibromyalgia, she took it to her bedroom. She was in that much pain. I never felt so hopeless and powerless in my life, so I said, enough of this. I returned to school and did a three-year program in neurology and became a board-certified neurologist. I've spent my years studying this disorder. Now, she's doing fine. I've, quote, cured her fibromyalgia, if so to speak, by using the program I'm talking about, but I saw it very personal change her life. And she was living a very... Uh, we had an organic garden. We were, you know, we were eating whole natural food, so I had to dig really deep to find out why she had this disorder, which gets into a whole other issue I don't know if we're going to have time for. It's something called dysbiosis. We've been talking about oxidative stress and chronic inflammation. The work of Pimentel, which is very interesting, he measured uh, a group of fibromyalgia patients for the amount of bad bacteria, if they had bad bacteria growing in their gut. It's a, it's a disorder called dysbiosis. And he found 100% of all the fibromyalgia patients had bad bugs growing in their gut and this Brings in a whole other issue. So that's the source because these bad bugs, these microbes in the gut, I and mean, everyone knows about taking acidophilus and probiotics and stuff, can be is one of the most is one of the largest reservoir for prooxidants and chronic inflammation. Again, we're going back to you just can't take magnesium. There may be many different venues you have to look at. And for my daughter, we had been in Mexico and she got Clostridium, and so you can get bad bug growing that can help foment this whole oxidative stress and She also had to treat her own trigger points, which is what I wanted to move into next.